Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 32, and this may just be my favorite episode yet. We haven't even started. I know, but oh, guys, I like I can't lie. We've been kind of fishing for topics, not fishing, but that really is what no, we've been so doing. So I was going to say, honest, like, uh, honestly, even I feel like the last two weeks we've had to, we were like planning on filming on Tuesday and then Tuesday rolls around and we're like, Mm-mm. did anything happen nothing to talk about so then yeah. we like kind of wing it on wednesday and it always ends up working out but you guys we have such good topics today it was like i feel like we even could have found more but these ones just really presented themselves to us they just plopped down in our lap you know drama happens but it's not always drama that i give a shit about you know like i can talk about it i could give my opinion <laughs> on it but thing. like i don't really care that we care you know? about all these <laughs> and by care i mean we're just thoroughly entertained so which one do you want to start with hilaria or michaela (laughs) i think michaela because hilaria is just my favorite so i feel like save the best for last okay we'll end with hilaria um so michaela guys michaela nagara you guys know her we've talked about her a million times on this podcast no we um, haven't we've talked about her like once twice (laughs) we only have like 10 episodes michaela if you do not know has around 15 million tiktok followers she is one of the biggest beauty influencers on tiktok mind-blowing honestly i have a question because we've discussed i'm not like (laughs) the demo i'm not following a bunch of beauty influencers that's not really my go-to i don't even know how to ask like did people scroll past and they're like oh my god her makeup's phenomenal like why did they follow her i guess i'm asking okay it was a mixture of things she is talented with makeup specifically in my opinion like as a, a makeup lover i like like her eye makeup's like pretty sick all the time like she knows how to do graphic liner and like really artistic Mm -hmm. looks and I think that's that's amazing so she's talented with makeup but then she's also used to be very raw and like honest and unfiltered she also has talked about not necessarily fitting like the beauty standard and being like the you know perfect beauty guru and all that stuff and she's like no I'm just like me I'm from fucking Boston like this is how I do shit you know and it's it's relatable as she's gotten bigger she has seemingly not been able to stay out of drama. We talked about her, what was it, two episodes ago? Yeah. yeah. What was it that we talked about? It wasn't even really drama. It was like her like feeding into Rich Lux talking about her fiance, even though he didn't even say anything. Yes, yes. Now I'm remembering. So yeah, she has the Jacqueline Hill issue of like, I need to say something about this, you know, a little bit too Mm -hmm. often. So that's what we talked about. We also talked about um, the, uh, she was rude to the restaurant person. Oh, right, And then she like did a total one. So it was like, honestly, I didn't even think that the story about her to the restaurant person, like, she didn't even sound like she was being very rude. It was kind of weird that that girl made the TikTok. But her response to it was just like, oh... Got it. Okay. So this doesn't really surprise me what we're about to talk about. So kind of an epic backstory is I would say like a week ago, I saw Michaela talking about how amazing the Maybelline little powder foundation is, right? It's like a little compact powder. And I do this. I'm a fucking sucker. Like, honestly, I really am. I give into FOMO marketing all the time. And I should know better because I'm in this business. It's like funny I should though, know because better. the last episode you literally were like, I don't give into hype. No. 
I don't. It's hard to explain. You're like, there's a difference between hype and a recommendation. Well, you know what? This is why I do it, actually. So if I see something like the Maybelline Powder Foundation, Michaela's talking about it. She says how much she loves it. She just posted the video like three hours ago. I placed my order right then because I'm like, bro, everyone's going to go insane over this shit. And then I'm not going to like wait until it like comes back in stock and shit. I don't give a fuck. You know, that's where my non-giving into hype goes yeah. in. So if I see something she likes or not just her, if I see something that anybody likes and I'm like, damn, this is a big influencer and it's going to sell out. I just get it on the spot. Like I just, I buy it impulsively. So definite FOMO marketing. And so I bought it and full disclosure, I like the powder. It's pretty good. Fast forward a couple of days. I'm scrolling my for you page. I see clips of a Maybelline YouTube video with their two ambassadors, Nikki Tutorials and Michaela. Ooh. And I go, wait, 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 you hold that phone right now. You did not this before we started filming. That's when I realized, I'm like, wait a second. So was that, like, I like the powder, but who knows, was she paid for that? I don't remember. Like, I don't pay super close attention to captions. Then we kind of fast forward to last night when I was laying in bed, it was late. I was scrolling as I do. I stumble upon this TikTok and I'm debating on whether I show the TikTok before I describe the series of events. Should we just show the TikTok of her? Yeah. Look how long and lengthened my lashes look. You, this literally just changed my life. This looks like false, this is how, what? <laughs> it's this L'Oreal telescopic lift. Look at the wand. Okay, so basically I'm taking the curved side and I'm going root to tip and I'm satin to coat the lashes. And then once you've done that, you flip the brush to the side and you use the hook comb to basically separate. This is one coat. Okay, I'm gonna add a second. Look at the length. Do you see that? I am speechless and I'm not oh sure anyone's gonna ever be able to compete with this mascara. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so I'm scrolling last night, I see that. And without a second thought, I go to Target and I place my order for pickup today. Jesus. And I wake up today to a bunch of tags on TikTok from you guys. And it's tagging me and saying, this is exactly what you and Lily were talking about. And I'm like, wait, what? So I go and I click and I'm like, but this is the Michaela video that made me buy the stupid fucking, what are you talking about? So I watch it again. And I'm like, wait, I start looking at the comments and people are clocking her ass because she obviously put on false lashes in the big reveal of what the mascara looks like. I had to keep going back and I actually have picture comparisons oh because I shit you not. I pictured you doing this. Because it's so insane. Okay, when she puts on oh the mascara, <laughs> right? It's insane. When she puts on the mascara and says, this is one coat, <laughs> I'm gonna go back and put on another coat. This is the difference. There's a couple things that bamboozle me about this, okay? And I could go, uh, I could write a dissertation on this, okay? So I took the liberty of no, putting where her, where her natural lash ends. It's a very obvious end, okay? And you can compare it <laughs> to what I have here. It's an obvious end and then the lashes continue on. Now I used to do makeup professionally. I also just fucking love makeup as do the 15 million people who follow her. We're not fucking dumb. I know exactly what she did here. So my first thought, people were saying she put on Ardell Demi Wispies. I was once a Demi Wispy girl for years. Those are not Ardell Demi It looks Wispies. like a full piece. No, it's not. As soon as I saw them, especially the first one she put on, I said, those are individual lashes. The little clusters they sell, you know, that are like, they're individuals and the reason I know that is because the, the length doesn't taper so she went and not only did she do this okay not only did she put on lashes to falsely advertise a product that she was paid let's talk about payment in a second she used 
all size medium, bitch. She didn't even taper it off into small. Well, that's what I said. Look at the cutoff of where it goes from her normal lap. Like the, it's insane. I've seen people who are like, well, we don't know. No, no, no. This is not alleged. There is no like room for speculation. Like she absolutely put on a false lash. And now you may be thinking, who fucking cares? You know, like what's the big fucking it's deal? It's a fucking brand deal for mascara. I care and I don't even care about mascara. I want to jump to the comments really quick because the level of gaslighting. Well, before we even get to the comments, how do you think she was able to post, like the brand approved this? What I know for sure is that brands like L'Oreal and all beauty brands definitely Definitely use false lashes when promoting on commercials. I was gonna say, fake all of their promo shots? Yeah, I know that, but they don't do it for influencer shoots. What I'm thinking is that she literally, because she wears huge, dramatic, intense makeup. Maybe she's lost all sight of what natural looks like and was just like, yo, like this looks like very, very subtle and <laughs> sent it to the brand and the brand didn't notice. And they said, hey, her lashes look really full. Love that. Because you have to admit, it's not like it looks like a full, like horrible lash. It's not like painful. Like I said, it, it slipped me by last night. It's mascara though. Like, I don't know who is more at fault. I mean, obviously Michaela's more at fault here, but like the brand, the fact that they didn't catch that or that they did catch it and were out like, oh, it's fine. Just post it anyway. No, like that is absurd. Really quickly, I just want to go over where she went like into possible illegal territory here because it's really insane. So her disclosure, this is what it looks like when you're looking at her page. For about two seconds, it says L'Oreal Paris partner right above the green screen font right behind the captions mm -hmm. logo. So it's like super easy to overlook. Also, she doesn't verbally say this is a partnership yeah. with L'Oreal, which by the way, you have to do. And let me tell you something, Michaela, it's a fucking shit show for all of us. You think we love to stop what we're saying and be like, this video is sponsored by, but you have to do it because that's the only way to legally do a sponsorship. Usually the brands are sticklers about that. Like they don't want you to not do that. Cause then I don't know if they get in trouble mm -hmm. if you don't do it, but I, like I've never had a brand be like, oh, hide the, the disclosure. They're like, no, put this hashtag on every single slide of your story or something. The fact that she has so many followers though, and that she's like a spokesperson for the brand, they're probably like extra lenient with her or like. Yeah. And, and it becomes really problematic, especially when the content that she produced for this brand that is sponsored is exactly the content she produces on a daily basis. Yeah. So it's not even slightly different. That would even make someone think it was sponsored. I literally had no clue. And if you look at her caption, look how far below the L'Oreal Paris partner is. It's in between other hashtags. It's all the way at the bottom. Not to mention, I feel like like on TikTok, people just like throw hashtags on their captions that are completely irrelevant. So no one reads them anyway. A hundred percent. That's so true. But let's get into her responding <laughs> to these accusations in the comments, because this is actually insane. One of the comments said, girl, did you add falsies at the end? We can see the length in the outer corner. To which Michaela responds, no, just three to four coats and my tight liner. Bitch, you did not. Like, are you... She, it's, it's insulting. Yeah, truly. You want to read this one? <laughs> Someone says, wait, are you not wearing falsies at the end? And she goes, no, OMG, L'Oreal would never allow that in a partnered post, but y'all proving my point. What? Gas lighting. And then this one is kind of like stuck behind things because I could only find it on someone's video. But someone said, that's crazy using falsies and denying it. To which she says, these comments are literal proof 
that this mascara is the shit. Oh my God. I'm sorry. You should be fined for this. That's not even you being like, oh, straight to jail. No, no. Literally, she should be fined for this. I saw a lot of Michaela fans who were like, listen, I kind of, you know, stuck through the all the other shit happening. This is too far. But this is an insult to our intelligence. That's like, you're actually thinking we're dumb. What people may not realize is that once you lose that trust as an influencer, you're just a content creator, honey. You're you're going to lose your influence really fucking quick. People are not going to listen to the shit you have to say, which I've heard people say that this mascara is a good mascara. And I actually have an example because someone else that was sponsored by L'Oreal was Bretman Rock. And he posted this TikTok. Basically, the whole point is that you can obviously see if you're one of our viewers, like visual viewers, you can see that like, it's just, it's a lengthening mascara. Like it's not going to give you fucking falsy length. That's the thing. It's like, uh, how good can mascara possibly be? And it's not even like a fiber mascara. So it's not even like adding anything to it. So that's bullshit. Her problem is that like, Bretman doesn't wear full glam every day. So when he's doing a mascara post, no one's gonna be like, oh, your lashes look like shit because like he doesn't usually wear that much makeup until he's like actually glammed up. Her problem I think is that she was like, shit, I wear falsies every day. This isn't gonna look good. What, what do I do? And then chose to go the route where it's like, believe that all of my followers are stupid as fuck. That's what actually makes me just think like, yo, Either she's got a huge head about the, like her career and thinks like she's invincible or something, or she's just like a pathological liar, but you're definitely fucking lying. It's like a different version of the flip-flopping with the restaurant thing. How she like apologized and then suddenly yeah. it was like totally like, oh, she's a fucking liar. And it's like, huh? Yeah, it's so true. But this was such a misstep and I don't know how the video's still up. Like it's still up right now. L'Oreal must be getting blasted up the That's ass. That's the thing. And when did she post it? Uh, She posted it yesterday and so Kathleen said something Has, have you seen any other like big influencers speak out I have thank you for oh. asking <laughs> look at you Jesse did all the research for today's episode no I'm really happy you asked because it's quite the segue I just want to get your real and raw reaction as I put this on the screen oh my god in from his yak ranch comes Jeffree Star. Uh, I'll cold read this one. Um, Jeffree Star is taking a break from hiding from the Illuminati to say, he'll be back to reviewing makeup products next week. These fucking bitches can't stop lying to their audiences and it makes me sick. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be 100% honest and I, I, may, I may get some shit for this. I saw a lot of comments about Jeffree Star. In nearly every single comment section about Michaela and these fucking lashes was hate him or love him. I miss Jeffree Star reviews. Because he was actually honest about it. Yes. But I have to ask, do people just insist on not following quality content creators and then pretending that the entire internet is made out of dipshits? Like if you're just gonna be surface level and follow only the most popular people and not do any sort of looking into anybody else with maybe an honest opinion, um, that's on you. But I actually do not believe that Jeffree Star is the only honest person. And people are like, oh, because you know, he doesn't really, it, they pulled like a Trump. You remember when they were like, well, Trump oh has God. no reason to be corrupt yeah. because he's not even getting his salary, which spoiler alert, he did. All of his like things that he's been canceled for were like him as a person. <laughs> So I guess it's like deeply though. 
and repetitively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, like, if it was just his makeup identity, like, if you could separate that, if you could separate the art from the artist, I get why people are like, oh, like, I wish that he was still a thing because I liked the way he did makeup. But like you just said, uh, I think we could probably just search a little deeper and find people that fill both And I boxes. also just think he's extremely opportunistic. You know, as soon as YouTube stopped serving him, he said, fuck YouTube, the whole, he literally is like, nobody watches YouTube anymore. It's trash. You want to talk about being honest and he's so honest. He literally is on TikTok despite being on Ryland's vlog or Shane's video or whatever, saying that he hates TikTok. It's fucking like, but he has to do it because whatever. Is that honest? That's the thing is people have this weird like version of him on a pedestal that his makeup stuff is still good. It's like, well, yeah, but if he as a person isn't, then it doesn't. He may be honest about a lip gloss that he likes or doesn't like, but he's also a huge fucking hypocrite. Like he has slammed Kylie Jenner for a million things with her makeup, which granted, I don't like Kylie Jenner's makeup either. But like then he proceeded to make similar mistakes in his makeup line and then like wanted people to just like wipe it under the rug or sweep it under the rug, whatever the fucking saying is. My Hilaria Baldwin came out. I don't know how you say in English. I don't know. I find it to just be hypocritical and a little bit annoying. I have to be honest that he was like, I just am living drama free on my yak ranch in where is it? Wyoming? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was annoyed when he brought up the Illuminati shit like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, stop taking advantage of like things that are trending to like try and finagle your way back into the spotlight. No, you on your yak ranch, you're not being, the Illuminati's not after you. I don't like, you know, overall, and I get it because I also follow popular creators and I understand feeling like disappointed by them or feeling like there's nobody to follow or whatever, but you have to understand there's like a lot of quality, very talented people who do things like review products and are very honest and buy it with their own fucking money. What is more honest than buying something with your own money? He gets shit for free all the time. The beauty community on YouTube and social media in general, I think used to be like, there were a bunch of big names. So you could like literally open the app and stumble upon someone that was reviewing makeup you wanted to try. But now I think the thing, you have to try a little harder. You have to you have to search a little harder to find the people that you... Maybe, but also I just feel like they're there. <laughs> Jeffree Star is not our savior, but I do find it how he he smells an opportunity from a mile away like a little vampire and is like, here I am. <laughs> but I, literally, it reminds me exactly of the Illuminati one. That was uh, right after all the Andrew Tate and Logan Paul stuff. So he was like, ooh, Matrix, Illuminati, conspiracy. Oh yeah. And now the Michaela stuff, now he's tweeting this. He's fucking opportunistic as fuck and I am not here for it and I don't think he's our savior that's gonna come and review things and tell us what we need to buy. Quite frankly, we don't need another era in YouTube that is like super focused around buy this buy that oh my god this is the best foundation this is the best thing we all went through that and you know what we have to show for it a bunch of cabinets of expired makeup we never fucking touch seriously anybody who loves makeup you fucking know you have like 35 palettes that these motherfuckers told you to buy and they low-key were like the same as each other so i don't think we need that i feel like unpopular opinion but like i'm always so confused especially with jeffree star how he would really eventize all of his like launches with the new lines and i'm like isn't it just the same eyeshadow it's just different colors but like how many colors could it's just different combos of colors like what isn't it all the well, same that's what makeup is obviously like foundations and you know face base products are something that i strongly believe but eyeshadow like, can always huh? be like evolutionized yeah eyeshadow i mean 
I use like two palettes. Well, that's, I'm like, how many different combinations do you need? Like, I feel like they all, it has to repeat once. Like, yeah, no, it repeats a lot. And, you know, I think when things like this happen, I'm back to the Michaela thing in my head. I understand getting an email from a brand like L'Oreal and like seeing that number and just being like, holy fuck, like that's insane. And also, the mascara itself, full disclosure, I've seen other people use it, seems fine. Well, I was gonna say, the problem isn't that she took the brand deal, it's that she lied about it. Like, no one would have had a problem if she just used it normally. I think that it all plays into each other, though, because I feel like L'Oreal, for sure, paid Michaela, like, at least 50 grand. At least 50 grand. That would be minimum. Yeah. Alex Earl only has 4 million. Okay. She gets... 70,000 a post. How do you know that? I don't know if she said that or someone else did, but it's been going around. There's also like a kind of a spectrum with like followers and engagement. Right. And I think Alex Earl at this moment is getting way more engagement than a normal person with 4 million yeah. followers. Needless to say, I think it, like Michaela could be getting over 100 grand. Yeah. My question on that is like, does it all coincide? Did she feel like I really need to like sell this mascara? And that's why she started plopping them on. Or is it just that she's used to seeing herself, like you said, with a lot of lashes and she thought it was like an innocent thing to do. I don't know if she thought it was innocent. No, well, it's not. Someone found, of course, because the internet is the internet, they found this old video of Michaela a few months ago talking about a different mascara. Let's take a look, shall we? It's absolutely incredible. It truly did a phenomenal job. I mean, literally, just look at the difference. So I just lied straight to your face. And you probably believed it. These lashes, totally fake. And that's what brands do. They lie to you about how things work. Would you have known these were false lashes? Maybe not. You're someone who doesn't have a lot of lashes, doesn't know how to apply lashes, or just wants a little lash lift? This video is for you. Let's start by applying two coats to your favorite mascara. We want to achieve the fuller lash look. We're going to use the Kiss Lash Couture Full Lash Extension. They're super affordable. You get a ton of them. That is literally what I told you she used, is individual lashes. And she was demonstrating it just a few months ago. Even if it was like, okay, she did the thing, right? She put on the lashes. But the gaslighting is so bizarre that I genuinely have to question her as a person. That's exactly how I felt when she did the restaurant thing. Mm -hmm. It was like, huh? It was like she thinks no one was gonna watch that and connect it to her previous statement. And it's just like she thought no one was gonna watch this and call her out. Like, what do you mean? And the weirdest part is, is I can picture her like talking to like her family and friends about it and just be like, they can't even fucking see the lash. I bet you her, she's coming more from the before picture and being like, you think I was gonna post this? And trying to like justify As, like, it in I that need it, way. Yeah. Like I don't, I mean, the fact that she's gonna gaslight everyone and say that she's it's not fucking wearing them, crazy. so blatantly obvious. And like, this is coming from someone that does not know a lot about makeup at all. Like I said, I have a couple of uh, screenshots here from the actual FTC influencer <laughs> guidelines. And um, number one, her has Hashtag can be seen as like problematic because it was L'Oreal Paris partner. That's not really like super clear in the midst of her hashtags. You know, you want like a sponsored or hashtag ad for the most part. But anyway, the biggest thing is in videos, you should make your disclosures in multiple formats, including spoken during the video. She did not speak it, not once. I'm literally going through my brain right now being like, I've never done a brand deal where you didn't have to disclose it immediately. I have had brands not require a hashtag sponsored, you know, hashtag, and I put it anyway. 
like if they have anything to say i'm like no like i'm putting hashtag sponsored bitch what the fuck also i'm reading this poll point right now at the bottom it says don't make consumers click more in order to view your disclosures do you have to click more to see the hashtag yeah do you have to click more and then take a journey to the bottom <laughs> in youtube videos they always say you have to put the link above the fold yep, always and that i think goes for oh my god all in all like I told you last time we talked about Michaela, this isn't going to be the last she time we talk about Michaela. Into trouble. Yeah, because this is the the start of it all. This is like character coming out. I have to say one of, um, I don't know if I would say favorite, but uh, most entertaining responses that I saw came from Mads Lewis, who I, full disclosure, know literally nothing about. I didn't know what I was expecting when I saw Angelica tweet this. If you guys don't know, Angelica Oles is, she covers drama and stuff. I saw her tweet out the video and I was like, what? I feel like there's not really a hot take here. I say that a lot, but here, Feels like, really, there's not. Oh my God, this video, I felt like I was taking crazy pills. Yeah, and keep in mind before we play it that this person, Mads Lewis, has around 10 million TikTok followers that she is broadcasting this take to. So just keep that in mind. Also, my question before we get into it is, are they friends? Or did she just genuinely think this was a good take? Once you see the tone in which she speaks, I think she just genuinely thinks that this is the best take there is. She's like, hello, idiots. So let's let's watch it, because it's hard to explain otherwise. You have to yeah. just hear her. Why are you guys hating on somebody for lying? Granted, maybe she's lying, maybe she's not. So what? Pause right there. Like, I've seen a lot of people saying that. Like, well, maybe she did, maybe she did. No, 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 guys. You don't understand. How many times do I have to say this is not up for debate? She lied. That's, I was like, I thought this was clear cut. Like, leave it to the internet to still have like unbelievable takes. You're like, there's no way right. anyone would like fall for that. And people it's are like, like, no. Well, we don't know the truth. <laughs> no, but also my favorite is that she does the uh, air quotes over lying and it's like, no, no, you can drop those. She she was lying. My favorite, favorite part is when she does that and then she goes, so what? It starts off weird and then my face watching it was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's insane. Like, it, it feels like a joke. So you're telling me if I use a product, makeup product, skincare product, let's just say a skincare okay. product, and sure. it makes my face super clear, like actually, mm -hmm. but you use it and it all of a sudden breaks your face out. Are you going to call me a liar? No, Mads. No, uh, because that's a very different situation. We have to draw something for her. Like, is she like a visual learner, you think, that we need to like make a little graph? Mads, how about we take this example? Um, You have a skincare line that you're promoting and it actually makes you break out, but then you Photoshop the pictures to make it look like your skin is clear. Mm -hmm. That's more applicable. I promoted the brand and it's actually ass. No. I mean, you probably will. If you guys are all hating on that one thing, but... Okay, and also, even if she did put false eyelashes on, why does that matter? Oh. I know it's false advertising, but isn't everything false advertising? I know it's false advertising, but isn't everything false advertising? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't even understand how you could like let that come out of your mouth and not be like, uh, that was stupid. <laughs> what she's getting at, well, let's see, let's let her explain it further. Honestly, full disclosure, I didn't watch any more than that because I paused after that. I was like, fuck this. Oh, there's more. Isn't everything technically kind of lying? Just a little bit? <laughs> no. You know, food commercials aren't actual, like all food products, right? 
Oh my like god, they I'm mix so certain things to make certain things look better. Isn't that false advertising? I know you've seen the videos of like how commercials actually make their hot chocolate look good. That type of stuff. I don't know. You guys like to pick and choose who we're going to pick on today. Oh. It doesn't make that much sense to me. Don't get me wrong. Lying sucks, but everyone does it. Especially when it comes to social media and especially when it comes to sorry i love that part she's literally trying to be like gotcha but it's like ma'am you're just like telling everyone that you're a liar yeah that a hundred percent you completely told on yourself and also your attitude is ass like who is this person her attitude i'm sucks blown dick. away yeah she has such a catty like weird demeanor about this and i've seen you know since this all happened from the time this happened to when we started filming i've seen so many people with similar takes of like oh you know in commercials they use lashes and this it's and the that commercials is people's go-to and it's either they'll reference makeup but then they'll also do what she's doing and reference like food and stuff and i'm like okay fine we'll go with that example we're watching a mascara commercial and there's an actress in it and maybe she does have false lashes on guess what she's not saying in the commercial that she doesn't have false lashes on and there's very very small print probably at the bottom of the screen that yes. says she has false lashes on that was not the case for Michaela. and you also have to know like the root issue and the reason why it is that deep and Alyssa Ashley posted a couple TikToks just kind of driving this point home is that you're not just a person wearing false lashes you're someone that people trust to go and buy something with your hard-earned money i actually pulled out my two michaela palettes that i have here from glam light i have supported her and i have bought things because she says they're really good and i think that that's the fucking root thing people are missing this is not just a person this isn't just a model that's pretty in a commercial that you have no connection to this is a person you've watched for likely months to years who you've learned to trust who says you can trust them who says they're honest and who lied anyway that's the problem it reminds me of my take when we first started talking about Michaela actually because I was like oh she retouches her photos like do we care and you're like yeah we do care and then I realized why we care I agree with you I think a lot of people are missing the point and don't understand why all influencers are kind of annoyed at this not just makeup influencers like everyone's acting like she didn't say she wasn't wearing them she didn't just yeah. like leave it out she blatantly said that she wasn't. Yeah, there's multiple layers to this issue, but it all boils down to like, people already look at influencers as like greedy little money fucking hungry bitches, yeah. you know? Like they already look at people like that. Like little goblins. It, yeah, and it's like, that's true for a lot of people, but there are a lot of honest people out there. That's why, again, that whole like Jeffree Star coming in on his little horse thinking he's gonna save the world. like. No, we have a lot of honest people on this platform and many other platforms who deserve recognition and who deserve that trust from their audience because they are honest. They go out, they purchase products and they try it and they dedicate their time to really reviewing things. This fucks with all of that for everyone. That's the problem. And also what's ironic is that I saw a decent amount of people just replying to like my tweets and stuff. So that doesn't even count the people that I'm sure are commenting on her video. The actual mascara looked fine. Yep. Like she didn't need to wear the false lashes. Like this entire thing was for nothing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But um, anyway, we have been rambling about this for long enough. Wait, wait, wait. But one more thing. Oh. Did you see who else responded? Who? 
James Charles. No, stop, stop. He did a TikTok where he was like being, he never says her name, but he's very blatantly doing it to capitalize on it. And he doesn't put falsies on, obviously. And it's like him basically giving it a good review and being like, well, I wish they would have paid me. And he keeps kind of being like, they paid everyone else. And I'm like, I don't think it was like a ton of people doing this brand deal. Like, why are you acting like you were just left out? And also you're an admitted predator. So I'm unsure why you think yeah. you're getting brand deals. Yeah, the balls on him to continue existing in this space online and being so like, not just like quietly. Cause if I were him, I would be like quiet as a mouse, not causing any problems, just doing my thing. That's how I feel about everyone that causes problems. But they can't help it. That's why they're problem causers. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, enough about James Charles, Jesus. That was a jump scare of a topic. Is it time for Ilaria? It is time. And honestly, I couldn't be happier. This is my favorite topic I think we've ever covered. The long story short, Ilaria Baldwin has been outed for a couple years now. This isn't like a fresh and new topic. By the way, Ilaria Baldwin is... um. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's wife. Yes, yes. They have yeah. kids together. And, you know, my Lots mom actually <laughs> used to follow her because she thought she was a fellow Latina woman. Um, And a couple years ago, Ilaria was basically, I can't call her Ilaria with a straight face. Uh, Hillary was basically outed for cosplaying as a Spanish woman. And it's bizarre. We said this um, off camera earlier. It's like, she didn't just like steal a language. She stole an identity. Literally. She full on took on this persona. And one of the biggest questions that I always ask is, cause this is like, it came out. I know I posted about it sometime last year and it was in the headlines. And then it died down ever since the Alec Baldwin shooting situation yeah. happened. And that ironically is now why it's come back up because there's a paparazzi video of her that we need to watch where her accent is just in peak form. But um, my question is like, cause the only person going along with this bit more than her is him. Like, are they both lying or? No, I genuinely think that she's a weirdo and she has convinced even the people in her life, even her husband, that that is her genuine accent because we'll see the clips right now. He literally says my wife is from Spain. So like, why would it like, oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like if he's lying too, like this is the his best acting job to date. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. But I also am married to someone who has a very significant accent. My husband's Algerian, he's French. And I would just be so absolutely flabbergasted if one day I found out Nassim's accent was like fake or like he wasn't really from Algeria or like he's just like was, it's like stolen well, valor of culture. It's like, what? Well, and that's the thing is I don't remember where they met, but I feel like she was trying to like appear exotic. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's the more you see it. Something tells me Alec Baldwin wouldn't be hard to fool, actually. (laughs) The more you see it, oh my God, you know, random tidbit. Do we know them? Not really. But one time on Vine, Alec Baldwin had a secret Vine account called Curious George. And he would post him and his like, um, either his son or just a little kid that he was like with. And they would do like random Vines. And the only person he followed was me. (laughs) What? That is literally the most random thing you've ever shared. Right? That's the type of random shit from Vine I just carry in my brain all day. Anyway, uh, so moving on. You have to notice her demeanor when she makes any sort of nod to like her Latina nature because she's so proud. Like she's genuinely so proud of herself. Can we watch the paparazzi one first? Oh. Yeah, hold on. This is the reason why this whole, um, I would say rumor, but it's 
a fact. Um, her name is Hillary. Um, but th this video is why it's resurfaced because if you didn't know, Alec Baldwin just got charged with involuntary manslaughter actually for the mm -hmm. shooting, which we're not gonna really dive into, but I think that is insane. <laughs> also wanna put a disclaimer before we watch this that I do feel for her, like paparazzi have to be obnoxious in general and then going through this entire scenario with the shooting, I can't even imagine. So in terms of what she's saying to the paparazzi, I do feel bad for her, but oh my God, she, I can't even get through the first sentence without laughing. It's insane. Here we go. What are you, all these charges I'm, you know, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna say. You're not gonna ask me questions. I'm gonna tell you. Got it. Okay? I want you guys to realize that we have seven kids and you being here to escort them to school and to be there when they come home is not good. So on a human level, you guys know I'm not gonna say anything to you. You know that. So please leave my family in peace and let this all play out, okay? So let my kids come home and you stay away from them because they ask me, mommy, what, like, what are these people doing? And it's a very hard thing as a mom to try to explain. So please, go home, because I'm not gonna say anything. Please, go home. They ask me, mommy. Guys, okay, uh, let, uh, before I just dive into, because the number one thing when I started, I knew about this, but I didn't know about it, you know what I mean? And when I started looking into it, the number one thing I wanted to know is what is the lore of this person? How did she get to, like, why are people saying she's What's faking it? Where is she actually from? Yeah, I wanted to know literally everything. So I am gonna get into that, but I want to first show you clips of her over the years. This is not a one year, two year thing. This is like a decade long grift. That's the thing is they've been married for a while. They have seven kids. So yeah. like it's definitely, she has committed to the bit. And even though it's been exposed like that she literally is from Boston and her name is Hillary, she won't drop it. Like I think she's just too far in. And it, yeah. I think now it would honestly be so humiliating for her to watch back all of these clips after admitting that it's fake because I it's bet. like, there's no excuse. <laughs> This is the most absurd yeah, thing you've ever insane. seen. Yeah, it's insane. Married life is really nice. You know, it feels different. I spent some of my childhood in Boston, some of my childhood in Spain. But her biography on her agency's website states, Baldwin was born in Mallorca, Spain. We have, um... Cucumbers. She's like, really? There's multiple clips where she says, how you say in English. Girl, you know how you say in English. Like, what? I, oh my God. Cucumber. Cucumbers. She's like, really? Okay, I can't wait to see you. That's going to be great. Fantastic. What time? 12 o'clock? My wife is from Spain. And in a 2018 cover story with Ola magazine, the magazine reported Ilaria, who was born in Spain, has made certain to raise her children with her native language, Spanish. You know, my my thing is about being authentic and then if people say that i'm not being authentic um that it hurts my feelings um and so basically people i think are planning on writing things that um have been misconstrued and i've tried to always say not all i've tried i've always said what is true oh. and i've always said where i come from and and people they want to label you you know i have dark hair and i you know speak two languages and stuff like that and so they're gonna you know that's exactly what my brother said they said is that he's gonna try to label you a certain way because that's more convenient before we continue she's saying people want to just label her because she has dark hair and speaks <laughs> she's two languages the only one labeling herself as a Spaniard. as someone else who do also has dark hair and speaks two languages uh that 
is not a common thing that I see unless I like speak Spanish to someone. Let's say if I'm in like Mexico or something, they'll be like, they'll think I'm, you know, not Hispanic. So they'll be like, wait, where are you from? And then I'll tell them. But you talk so much about this fucking culture. That's why people label you a Spanish woman because you don't shut up about being Spanish. She like went on that cooking. She's making like a Spanish dish on that thing when she's asking about the cucumbers. Like literally oh, it runs so deep, her whole yeah. brand is that she's from Spain. But yep. plot twist, she has been to Spain, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Life is difficult. Oh my God. And you, and I have four kids. You're going to have four kids. You have two kids. You know, that's that's hard. You don't need to go other places. Like this is us. We are somos un buen equipo. And we're a good team. We have that written on our wedding rings. Are you that Latin? is what it is. Are you, my family lives in Spain. I love it. It's very light. But I, I respect it. Somos un buen equipo. She waits for them to tell her, <laughs> to ask a question. She and then does, she's like, um, she yeah, I'm do that. oh yeah. You have to pay attention to the verbiage because she is queen of omission. So she is constantly asked, are you from Spain? Uh, are you Latin? Are you Latina? Are you Hispanic? Whatever. And she always answers, well, the majority of the time will answer, my family lives in Spain, which is technically <laughs> true, but not what they yeah. fucking asked. Imagine going to high school in Boston, which she did. Then having the balls to do this, when people know that it's fake, worried that someone was gonna expose you? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Genealogist confirms Ilaria Baldwin has no Spanish roots. Oh my God, her last name oh is Hayward Thomas. <laughs> I know, yeah, I have literally her whole, I have all the information, but basically uh, she's white as hell and not Spanish at all. Uh, let me, Keep going with this lovely accent video because believe it or not, there's more. No, no, no. I moved here when I was 19 to go to NYU. Ah, and from? from my family lives in Spain. They live in Mallorca. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that would make sense. I moved here when I was 19 years old to go to NYU. I can't. She says from and Hillary answers, my family lives in Spain. Bitch, do we need to repeat the question? And then she does this little like, mm like little hand gesture where she's like so excited about That's, it she always does like a little shimmy and then she continues on about how you'll see it now how she knows nothing about like the pop culture here that would make sense you wouldn't know the pop culture I, of uh, well i know i knew no i know no pop culture anywhere now i'm better but i knew no basically the woman is saying do you know about U.S. pop culture, which is something I talk to my husband a lot about. Like we're now currently like watching all the 2000s movies because if he did see them, they were in French. So like it is very different. Like pop culture is very different because they experience it differently. And she's asking like, hey, so you don't know about pop culture here? And she's like, I don't know about pop culture anywhere. Like she's always so fucking particular about her words. And when you look back on it, it's bizarre. First of all, it's mind blowing that she has gotten this many press ops to begin with. Like who cares about her? <laughs> Why is why are so many people having her on their shows? But um, that's true. Then that she like needs to make the focus of each one. Like she needs the main soundbite to be something about her being Spanish, so she can just keep up this identity. Yeah, it's insane. Um, it's chili lime dressing, and I don't even like spicy food. Mm. And there is a kick to it. You're Spanish. I, well, in Spain you have olive oil. It's more like Italian food. It's not, you know, Mexican go down towards the warmer countries. They have spicier food. In Spain, it's much more. Uh, like garlic and olive oil. and This one was the most disturbing to me because you can actually feel her nervousness from her lie. Like you can feel her take a pause and just be like, like when he literally said, are you from Spain? She's like, well, in Spain we have olive oil and that. 
Girl. She literally what? is like trying to put an accent on garlic and olive oil, but she doesn't know how. It's not even <laughs> a fucking thought in my head when someone's like, are you Cuban? I'll just be like, yeah. It's not a thought because you are or you aren't. There's like not a whole bunch of fucking the, answers. So, but that's then the weird part. So it's like she does know she's lying because she doesn't want to get caught in a lie. So I don't know much about like pathological liars, but it's like how much of their lie did they believe but then still are trying to not get caught. That's a good question. I feel like pathological lying comes with like this uh, weird lack of like impulse control. And I feel like the lying is an impulse. Like it's just like something that they cannot stop. I've had some experience with like family members being pathological liars. Like literally things that you're like, why are you lying about going to the store? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like I don't care. You know what I mean? It's like this weird impulse. My sister had a boyfriend once that literally said he was in college and he would like bring over books and study and go to the library and that's he was insane. not in college. That's insane. Well, we get a little glimpse. I actually found like kind of like a, a video where she's addressing everything and we'll see it in a second once we discuss her, her life. Um, but you get a glimpse into her kind of acknowledging that maybe she overdid it at certain times. Oh, when she got like exposed mm -hmm. last year yeah. or two years ago maybe. Right now are um, Zara Knits. Um, they're knit clothes, so cute. And I've always been a Zara fan. It's, you know, it is a Spanish brand. And um, so I've known about it since for very, very, very long time before I was in this country. Before I was in this country, she said that. And also the beginning of that clip. And then when she says the Zara thing, it's literally like she's Elizabeth Holmes where it's like talking the deep voice and the, or like she forgets to use her accent. It's more that she remembers to use it when something comes up that she can then weave her Spaniard culture yeah. back in. The thing though about her accent is that like, cause yeah, I people with accents definitely goes in and out, but hers seems to go in and out very opportunistically. <laughs> Like, it's not just certain words. It's when she's talking about her being from Spain. Yeah, I it's mean. It's like it reminds her that she's supposed to be talking with an accent. <laughs> well, let's talk about how she became a Spanish woman. So, uh, Hillary Hayward Thomas was born in Boston, Massachusetts, despite her agency website saying that she was born in Mallorca, Spain. Her dad was also born in Boston, Massachusetts. Let's go even further than that, though, because the article that I pulled up, the genealogist thing, says that they traced her maternal ancestry centuries to the first Haywards who arrived from England to Connecticut Sometime in the Doesn't 1870s. get wider than that. Yeah, so I don't think Spain has ever been part of the line. But this no. is how the Spanish thing came to be. Her dad studied Spanish literature in college. Oh! Okay. Her mom, also born in Boston. Of course. Um, her mom and dad both moved to Mallorca in 2011 when Hillary was 27 years old. Oh my. And a fully fledged they adult. founded like a health organization thing over there and they like kind of started, you know, their roots and whatever. Now her grandpa was a uh, auditor for General Electric and he would travel to Argentina all the time as well. So he lived in Argentina for a bit and I think that mixed with her dad studying Spanish literature is where she learned Spanish because her family kind of just spoke it or her dad did at least and her grandfather. Yeah, but, so, her, yeah. but her grandfather also, it says, was from White. Iowa. Yeah, he's from Iowa. <laughs> 
Like, I, like, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I have a lot of, um, you know, I'm Cuban. My father was born in Cuba. My mom was born in Miami. Both my grandparents were born in Cuba. And then, you know, my ancestors, probably a few of them were from Spain, probably because my grandma was white as day. And I'm pretty sure, you know, that mixture happened. But I do experience... You know, in everyday life, I have certain people comment on my videos or something. They'll be like, yo, your accent is like crazy in this video or whatever. My accent is more a Miami accent than anything else. It's not actually like a Cuban accent. Um, and like, I get it. And 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 people will also say like, when I have videos with Kathleen or if I do videos with my brother, my accent is more pronounced. More, yeah. yeah, because most of the time it comes out more when I'm drunk. Um, I do speak in Spanglish on a daily basis. I speak to like my mom and stuff in half Spanish, half English most of the time. And... That's because my family's Cuban. <laughs> like, I just don't know how else to say it. Like, it's like so bizarre that this person virtually is pretending she's got the same ancestry well, like I, I have, like, like the I same kind know, like, of ancestry. What do her parents think about this? Well, they're obviously all fucking for it because she, well, I, that's what I want to get to her addressing this because she explains basically how like her family has always called her Hilaria and like this is her normal. Like, this is, this is who she is. This is just like such the epitome of cultural appropriation to even to hear Alec Baldwin in his interviews about her is such a stereotype. Absolutely. And the thing that's annoying, too, is she kind of like there's this article here that um, I got this quote from where she says that the country, Spain, uh, was something that was part of my father's childhood. He would go there when he was younger and created these deep, deep bonds and it was something that was part of my childhood. It was something my father introduced to my mother when they met when they were pretty young. So she, like- She doesn't say that she went there when she was younger though. He would and go it's fine to younger. appreciate a culture. You know, Spanish culture is beautiful. All different cultures, you know, have very beautiful elements to them. And there's people, for instance, that really like like Korean culture and go and move to Korea. They weren't born in Korea, and that's fine. Like, why can't she appreciate the Spanish culture without adopting it and pretending that it's her own? I don't understand. And like, she doesn't even just speak Spanish. Like, she talks in English with the Spanish accent. Yeah, and also, you know, that's why I'm thinking Alec is like bamboozled as well. I just don't see how else he would with such like, you know, it's it was so normal and it came so easily for him to just be like, oh, no, like my my wife is from Spain. The, it, only, I just, the only thing I could think of would that it would just be like, it would just be that I guess they agreed that it was like a good PR move or something no, and, oh my god uh, but like and it could help them because that's the thing is she uses it to her benefit yeah i don't i don't really know what what's in it for her but here's her explanation or not even explanation she's just addressing it that's what she's doing and i made a lot of cuts because the amount of times this woman said um and 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 looked off to the side into space was astronomical sign of lying there's some stuff that needs to be clarified um you know i've tried in the past to be clear but sometimes people don't always report and write what what you say and i've kind of just put my hands up but now we have this great community oh, you're intentionally so big. straightforward <sighs> with you there's been some just take quick note to like what she sounds like right now versus like they ask me mommy they ask me mommy why stay people doing this like come on the, the difference the is not is even she, like she uses it when it's gonna benefit her most so she like doesn't yeah. when she like wants sympathy because she's like oh 
I, I don't know. I didn't know Latinas get sympathy. sympathy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I what don't the really fuck? understand what the logic is there. She always is yeah. using it as an opportunistic thing. It's like she yeah, uses absolutely. it as, as a tool. Yeah, like now that she's being called out, then she hops on with her white girl, you know, Boston, Massachusetts, just well, because she can't regular be ass American blown, accent. She's been exposed, so she can't be full blown Ilaria because people are going to be like, yeah. hey, you're from Boston, Hillary. Hillary Hayward Thomas. There's been some questions about where I'm born. I'm born in Boston, and then I spent some of my childhood in Boston, some of my childhood in Spain, my family, my brother, my- The thing is, she didn't. <laughs> but she didn't, but then also, you wouldn't be so vague about it. You would be like, oh, we moved to Spain when I was two, we lived there until I was like 15. No, you probably went on vacation there, maybe. But like, I think you would have said that. So I feel like you didn't, and your dad Yeah, her did. saying I spent, again, it's the wordplay. She's saying I spent some of my childhood in Spain. That could be in her mind classified or justified as a vacation. I thought you were just saying that could have been in her mind. Yeah. <laughs> parents my nephew everybody is over there in spain now i'm here and so there was like a lot of back and forth my entire life and i'm really lucky that i grew up speaking two languages and i'm trying to raise my kids so that they speak two languages too and that's something that's very important for me especially having my family abroad so that was one thing i think people ask sometimes about how i speak i am that person that if i've been speaking a lot of spanish i you know tend to mix them and if i'm speaking more english i you know, doing a lot of English, then I mix that. But this idea that I'm trying, I do actually, I mean, I try to speak more clearly in each language. Um, I think that that's something that we should, I, I should try to do. But some First of all, what are you talking about? It was like, what, <laughs> I, I, what does that mean? Like, no, like she, lo she loses me like a million times in this video. But as someone, again, who has an accent from Miami mainly, but also, and I understand what she's saying in the sense of, sure, if I'm speaking Spanish all day, maybe I have a little bit more of an accent. Yeah. Not that much more. Not the mommy, they tell me mommy. No, 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 no. That's, that's not like, it's not realistic. That's I not a shift or like a, you got comfortable no, it's or nervous. Up, or, it's like Elizabeth Holmes where she like started doing the deep voice so people would take her yep. seriously and then she would like forget sometimes. Literally, yeah. And I just, it's, I know a lot of Hispanic people. I know a lot of people with very thick accents. My family, I mean, my dad, my stepdad they all have accents um it doesn't fluctuate like she's saying like it just doesn't it, regardless of the circumstances so liar liar pants on fire and also not to like try and get deep about it but it's like again with the cultural appropriation like she has taken a very stereotypical kind of racist at times approach to her identity we'll say yeah the yeah so many people, I'm sure, are penalized for having an accent when they're trying to get jobs or when people are just racist and they're like telling them to speak English, even though they are speaking 100%. English, but maybe have an accent. And she gets to use it because she's Alec Baldwin's wife as oh, like, so I'm true. this cute little Spanish girl. Like, no, Henry. You know what's crazy that you just said that? Because my neighbor who actually, funny enough, I bought my house from, they live next door now, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she is from Barcelona. Barcelona. And she is very, very Spanish. She has a very thick accent. And she was talking to us about the struggles she's had in this town alone. And I completely believe it because I rarely leave my house. But when I do multiple, multiple times, I have been like pressed about like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Miami. And they, they pause and they're like, where are you really from? Like, you know, like people are like that here. They know that we're not from here. And they just like, they do that white people thing. Yeah. Now it's like lessened and stuff. Like when my dad came to this country, like actually came to the 
this country from Cuba. Um, he faced like people would literally stand with signs that said like no Cubans allowed. Like it was crazy in Miami, which is nuts to think about now because Miami is Cuba now. Like literally it's just all Cubans. But you know, this is just such a, a display of like someone adopting something to seem cool. And it's so That's bizarre because I'm it, like it, being a Latina isn't even like, I mean, yes, I love being Latina, but like, what is it like super cool to be Latina and but I'm that, like missing it? That's the thing is like with black hairstyles, like white people will do it. And it's like, oh my God, look how cute my dreads are. Look how cute my cornrows mm -hmm. are. And the black person is like, um, I couldn't get a job actually. And yep. that's the whole thing is like, she's able to wear it as this like badge of look how diverse exotic, I am. Thing. And yeah. meanwhile, it's something that actually affects people's lives in a negative way because of our society that she is able to overcome because she's fucking Alec Baldwin's wife. Period. idea that I'm trying, I do actually, I mean, I try to speak more clearly in each language. Um, I think that that's something that we should, I, I should try to do, but sometimes I mess it up, but it's not something that I'm like playing at. So I want that to be very, very, very clear. And what? then um, the, my name. So my, when I was growing up, I, and in this country, I would use the name Hillary. And in Spain, I would use the name Hilaria. And my family, like my parents, they call me Hilaria. My, my whole family call me Hilaria. It's my whole family call me Hilaria. My whole family call me Hilaria. born in Boston. Did not call you Hilaria. Are you kidding? <laughs> and oh, like, I? oh, when I lived in this country, like, so you were born Hillary, is what you're saying. It's ridiculous. I, the the roundabout explanation. Even how she says Hillary is Hillary. Oh my god. Like, the H is silent. <laughs> I see other people do it, and it always kind of bothered me that like neither name sounded good in the other language. So I would, you know, use oh, one of the other. When I was a so dancer, hard. I would use that. Um, in American high school, I, said I would do that. Then, you know, a handful of years before- You mean I the only high school you went to? I know, I was about to say American high school. You mean the high school you went to? Like, <laughs> she has never given us any time period that she lived in Spain. Never, because she didn't. She hasn't lived in Spain. Because her parents didn't move there until she was 27. It's insane. When you know the reality of it, you're like, this can't, like what? Then, you know, a handful of years before I met Alec, I decided to consolidate the two because it was just like so many documents that so many different consolidate things. Consolidate the two? Even things like going and picking up a prescription, I'd be like, I don't know what, what you have on file. Um, So I consolidated and I identify more with Ilarium because uh, that's what my family calls me. And and I don't know, but one of the things I love about what my parents call me is that it means happy. It means happy in both languages. I think that we can all. I... When she said that, I literally just had to just pause. And I said, wait a second, am I dumb? Or do I just all of a sudden not know that Hilaria is a Spanish word? And I Googled it because I'm like, that's yes, not is it, is it? like, no. Well, what she's saying is that it means happy or cheerful. What did she say? It Let me look happiness. back. Hold on. A uh, happy. She says, in, okay. In Latin, she says it means, it happy. means happy in Latin. So that's what I looked up. Spanish is not Latin. Okay. That's, they're not the same language. <laughs> like, Hilaria is not a Spanish word that people use on a daily basis. And it certainly doesn't mean happy. Happy well, is feliz. And also, uh, also, back to her, uh, the reason she had to switch her name is because prescriptions? Are you kidding? Like, she's like acting like, um, like Jonathan wouldn't be able to get a prescription for John. Like, yeah, but it's also very random because my mom, for instance, like she goes by her middle name, like on almost everything. And she can get away with that because it's on like her birth certificate as her middle name and all that shit. 
How did she get away with just changing it? Did people just think she misspelled Hillary? Well, you can change your name. Yeah, but that's not what she said she did. She's saying like, I have prescriptions, both names. Yeah, she just started filling out paperwork with like random names. But that's the thing. It's like, that's your choice. Like, you are the one confusing them. Like, yeah, it literally makes no sense. What does your driver's license say? She'll be like, oh, well, my driver's license in Spain says Hilario. (laughs) That's not what we're asking. No, but it's also uh, just hilarious to me that she says it means happy in both languages, meaning English and Spanish, and it means happy in neither. It's hilarious. I think that we can all be really like clear that it's the same name just like a few letters different so i think we shouldn't be so upset about it and if whatever you guys want to call me i will respond to both oh ultimately this like com- this boils down to this idea where this is a country of a lot of different cultures and i think that we can be different parts of ourselves with different people and i'm somebody who i feel really lucky that i grew up with two cultures I grew up speaking two languages. You know, did I always do- Ma'am, no you didn't! (laughs) It's the ultimate stolen valor. Her commitment to the role of a Spanish woman is undeniable. It's unreal. Like, in her head, I would love to know, like, even the fake timeline that she's all going all that's on. in her head is tapas and matadors it's just like spanish spanish stuff all day that's oh all she God. sees be different parts of ourselves with different people and i'm somebody who i feel really lucky that i grew up with two cultures i grew up speaking two languages you know did i always do it well you know through your awkward years and you know trying to be more this or be more that um, I've said some things about like, oh, she's a white girl. Yes, I am a white girl. Let's be very clear that Europe, you know, has a lot of white people in them, in there. And my family oh, is my white. God. I'm, you know, ethnically, I am a mix of many, many, many things. Culturally, I grew up with the two cultures. So it's really as simple as that. And simple. I just want to- no. Ma'am. Oh. I need a fucking whiteboard and some red thread. What are you talking the about? The only simple? simple thing here is that Spain is nowhere on your genealogy map. Well, she just you have to listen to her fucking crazy. I mean, it's just insane the way that she weeds around it. The semantics are insane. Like, she's literally like, well, you know, this country is a mixture of many different cultures. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? She's like, oh, you know, uh, there's a lot of white people in Europe. What is that? That has nothing to do with you. That's the thing with pathological liars or just liars in general. They are so good at just bringing up more words and like going on weird little tangents that, confuse that are like you. just related enough that you'll listen, but are not related at all that like oh, it leads the so conversation true. nowhere. Yeah. And I just can't relate because I, even when I know what I want to say, I don't know how to form the words. So I like the fact that she's able to fill like five minutes with bullshit and not get caught in a lie I is know. kind of impressive. <laughs> very clear. And I've, you know, in the past I would get very frustrated when reporters would report this or report that or like, you know, and I'd try to be very clear and he'd be like, oh, so you were, you were born in Spain. And I was like, all right, let me give you a spoiler alert. You're the only one who knows. And I would be laughing because it was like, anytime I would say it, people just want to label you as something else and i'm like i'm born in boston it was literally the first thing that i told my husband and yeah i'm a different kind of bostonian but that's who i am and that's my favorite quote of the whole thing you know i'm a different kind of bostonian uh also wasn't like her bio didn't it say that she was born in spain her agency bio yeah like 
She approved that. Uh, there's, I mean, we've already shown all the times where she talks about when she came to this country despite being born and raised here her entire fucking life. So she's a just... But now she's trying to spin it as like, oh, these these press interviews that... I'm like, they weren't... It wasn't even press. It was your agency. And don't act like... It's not complicated. When people ask me where I'm from, I'm from Miami. My parents are Cuban. <laughs> I'm second generation Cuban. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else. It's complicated for her because Spain is nowhere there. So she exactly. needs to somehow have it like just. I cannot uh, imagine carrying this weird ass lie around my whole life. Like it's so bizarre. That's why it's so insane because I don't remember when this video came out. It's one year ago or two years. The fact that she addressed it all and then the reason it's coming up now is because she's like full blown like thicker got worse. than ever. <laughs> like what? I know she got so much worse. And and you kind of can't change your your background. No, I wouldn't oh, want to. Well, I'm like, like really, really proud of who I am and all of my different experiences. And has it made me insecure as everybody over the years? Sure, yeah, I've had my my insecurities, but I've I'm learning that you know what makes me unique is also of of value to myself and I can embrace it. And for all of those of you who are confused about where oh. I'm from and why I speak two languages, I grew up speaking two languages. Nobody, ca nobody cares about why you speak two languages. She says, for all of you confused of where I'm from, and why I speak two languages and starts going off on that. Being bilingual is not the thing here. Did you hear her? Oh my God, listen to the rest. And I can embrace it. And for all of those of you who are confused about where I'm from and why I speak two languages, I grew up speaking two languages. And again, my family lives in Spain. You know, as you get older, you kind of just embrace who you are. And um, you just- Who are you? The girl whose parents live in Spain? What does that have That's to do with Jenny, anything? Did you know? Did you know that her parents live in Mallorca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard that. They live abroad. I, it's just like you're talking about embracing who you are. Who are you? <laughs> She's like, I know it could be confusing to some people. Yes, it's very confusing. Please. She's um, like, for those of you, my, that was my favorite pivot. Like, for those of you who want to know where I'm from and why I speak two languages, uh, well, my parents live you. in Spain. <laughs> oh my god, it's so fucking insane. Insane. That's I think that it's the parents live in Spain is her base line that it's like if ever she panics and can't figure out what's next in the script she's like my parents my parents live in spain yeah and, and it no, is yeah, she doesn't even thing. say from spain she just says lives in spain and just to uh recap okay oh. you you heard her now listen again to this all these charges I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna say you're not gonna ask me questions i'm gonna tell you okay oh my god oh. i want you guys to realize that we have seven kids and <laughs> you being guys did you just, I'm, this is the same person. This is after, yeah, <laughs> this is after the video we just watched. I just want to clarify. This is a couple years after. So literally she's just gotten worse. I just like, how are you gonna just, are you kidding? Maybe she thinks she's untouchable though, because I mean, I'll admit that I didn't say, I stopped talking about Ilaria when all the Alec Baldwin stuff started happening because I was like, you know, not the time, but maybe now she thinks she's untouchable that like people are so focused no, on that I'm that they're not going to come for her. Her shit is a pathological situation. It, it has, 
it's not deeper than that. Like she literally she is just is a pathological Laura. fucking liar. Yeah, she is a liar. It's <laughs> her split personality. Seriously, it's so bizarre. This was a great, I'm just so happy we got to dive into this because wow, Wait, what a journey. I want to share something that will make you even happier because because oh. I don't think you watched it last night. I texted it to you. It is a TikTok of a comedian imitating her and it's my new favorite thing. And it's her like imitating this interview. Stay away from the baby. Come here, actually, come here. Anaki, Anaki, if you want to hear me talk, I will talk to you, okay? You need to leave my family alone. We just go to the bagel shop, okay? We want to get one bagel. I have seven Baldwinitos. We have to get seven bagels. That's more than half a dozen. It's like you are outside or you are inside. We're trying to order our, uh, how you say, um, um, cream cheso. They ask me, they say, mommy. Why are they taking pictures while we eat our breakfast? Leave my breakfast. family in peace. We didn't have bagels in Espana, but we do have them in Boston. Eduardo, Romeo, Capatio, get out of that man's camera. I do not want to say anything more. But you can subscribe to my podcast. <laughs> podcast. I mean, it's spot on. She's so embarrassing. Because that is like, it, it's racist. Yeah, like, it's like a caricature of a Latino yeah. woman. And I think that's what makes the Alec Baldwin part of it so funny is because any interview you watch with him where he's talking about it, he gets so animated. And so it's like the fact that like maybe he doesn't realize that like she isn't actually like that this is all fake and that he's, oh my God. I, I mean, just, they have seven kids together. I would be in denial too. I'd be like, who is this crazy person? And the thing is too, if she had just said, hey, I have an accent because I grew up speaking Spanish. Like my bad, I, I don't know what to do about that. That's fine. Like, you know, but the fact that she couples it with blatantly lying about the time that she apparently didn't live in this country when we know that's not true is what makes it all she disturbing she literally calls it her native language yeah it's insane it's insane no it's not yeah um but anyway that, what's that's... what's also funny is that she's from boston which has a very prominent accent yeah and she doesn't have the boston accent yeah. at all. oh my god wait do you have the high school photo yep I sure do. Because this is what really was like the, I feel like nail in the coffin when everything came out is someone was like, um, actually I went to high school with her. This is Hillary. Hillary Hayward Thomas. Look at her. And just for funsies, here are her parents. <laughs> oh my God. A I'm like, you're going to tell me that that man was speaking Spanish to you? I mean, listen, everybody I mean, thinks I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. You know, you can't just tell, but now that you know they're just white <laughs> and have but no the, cultural I, that's, I relation. Still, I, I'm dying to know, like, do we have any interviews with them? I don't think so. No, not that people, people would have found that. Oh, Hilaria. <laughs> that was Hilarias. No, really, it was such like, what a, what a journey, honestly. And I love it. I couldn't love it more. Actually, I mean, today's whole episode, it's just uh, people lying. <laughs> It was so good, though, because, like, the audacity is it's just, like it, it's amazing. It's people lying when it's so provably false. Like, why would you? I think I've, why would you do that? Yeah, I think I've said this before on the show, but, like, I used to tell little white lies in, like, middle school or, like, elementary school where I would say things like, I could play the piano or, like, things to, like, impress my friends. And then, you know, the time would come for me to prove myself and I couldn't. And I remember that, like, horrifying pit in my stomach when I realized that, like, I was caught. To, or, yeah, like, I was gonna, what, you have to admit it. Yeah, and ever since then, 
friend, like I genuinely am whatever the opposite of a fucking liar is. Like I have verbal diarrhea. I am constantly like the only way that I'll lie is if it's like for someone's uh, to like protect someone's feelings or something. Yeah. And I'll just be like, oh, no, that's no big deal. Or like something when it is a big deal to me that I guess I do lie about. But like lying like this, like the balls, the, the sheer cojones you have to have to do it. Imagine like no. it. It, it's just like not even something that my brain can comprehend at all. I know. But um, I'm excited it, to see. I no, no, like, cool. it, because it's not just like lying and like maybe someone will find it. Like, no, people will definitely find out. Like with Michaela, yeah. it was like yeah, anyone with eyes can see that those are falsies. And yeah. with Ilaria, it's like, what? You're, yeah. No one and, in your family is from Spain. Yeah, I think it's just it's interesting. And I, I really can't wait to see how it plays out. Michaela, last time she got into drama with the whole like, oh, nobody wants to, not nobody wants to work these days. That's Kim Kardashian. The whole like, oh, try being an influencer for a day meme that was like on TikTok. She disappeared for like two weeks. Oh, and really? um, as of right now, her sponsorship is still up. And, you know, people have gone to the L'Oreal TikTok. It's all over Twitter. Oh, yeah, like people, people have been, oh, 100%. So they had to have. A lot of people are speculating, which we did too earlier. Was it a mistake that they approved it? Like was someone just not paying attention? It was like, yeah, it looks great. I think so. Or yeah. was someone like, ooh, looks great. No one will know. I don't think they would risk that. I feel like no. it was just like an oversight on L'Oreal's part. And they're probably yeah. freaking out. A thousand percent. And I think that too, like working with brands, risk is like, they're always looking out for themselves before for an sure. influencer. So they wouldn't do this. I honestly think it was a mistake on L'Oreal's part approving it and then an intentional thing on Michaela's part. And uh, like I said, I, I think it was not to be like, oh, L'Oreal's really gonna love this. I think it was like a personal decision that it was like, yeah, like my makeup needs to look good and people are used to seeing me in fake lashes. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how she's gonna come you know, how, how did with this, she react the lot. You said she went away for two weeks and then did she say anything or did she come back? And yeah, she, no, she did address it when she came back. She did uh kind of like a funny play on things when she was like saying, is it past 5 PM yet? Like, like she made like a nod to it and then like made it a little joke and type of thing. And then, and then she said she wasn't going to leave and that she just needed a break or whatever. It was a very, like, she didn't avoid it is what I'm saying. But this time, like, this isn't an audio that like maybe you said and you didn't mean it or whatever the fuck. This is like, what are you going to do? Well, that's my whole thing is like, I, I tweeted out. It was like, not only did you just like blatantly lie when everyone can see that you're lying. Like we know you have, fake lashes on like look look at the side by side but then how are you gonna come back after you also like quadrupled down in the comments telling people not only that you are wearing them but being like look how good the mascara is what that's what, what me and lily were texting about last night where it was like if it wasn't for those double tripling mm -hmm. quadrupling down comments to her fans gaslighting them yep. she could have come back from it and been like oh i thought you guys would all notice or that's like the whatever like, the fuck you claim that it was just like lapse in judgment i just and literally explained even how i said it, it was like I always have fake lashes on and I just like wanted yeah. you guys to mm -hmm. think like it is good mascara. I wanted anything. It, to look good, blah, blah. <laughs> it would have been like not a good look, but it would have been something I think people would get over. But the fact you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Obviously my brand deal is working well, but I'm like, huh? 
oh what yeah are you kidding that's your that's the road you went down one thing's for sure whether she just comes back and ignores it or whatever she does we're we'll we'll talk about it we'll be here if she ignores it then i feel like there's no way i don't have you ever met tiktok they don't let people forget first of all it seems like she's on the jacqueline hill train of doesn't ignore anything but then Mm -hmm. also i'm Mm -hmm. like i like like you can't ignore that like it's all of her comments no oh yeah I'm checking really quick to see if she has posted anything. Yeah. Does she uh, use no, like Twitter and Instagram? not really? It's no. mostly just TikTok. Or maybe she does use Instagram. Let me see. She's posted like a story. I doubt she's posted. Anything, uh, but. no story on Instagram, and there's only no no story or recent posts on oh Instagram. God. Okay, so everyone, I think leave below your predictions of how long she'll be silent, and then how she's going to try and damage control this because I, I literally I'm like, know. what are you going to do? I'm a fucking liar. <laughs> like, uh, I can't wait to see because I'm literally like, I don't know what I would do. So I just, let's see what happens. She has to get a PR firm or something. I would have admitted defeat far before it got to this point. Oh. So I don't understand what you would get the to. The like, second someone called me out, I would have been like, yeah, no, I thought you guys for sure would notice. Yeah, I'm <laughs> such an asshole. Blah, blah. Like, how is she going to be like, yeah, I lied to you and then I lied to you again and then I called you all stupid basically it's insane and the tiktok right now has like 15 million views so l'oreal has to be shitting in their pantaloons yeah that's another thing though the fact that it's still up is insane like why hasn't l'oreal made her take it down i know i don't know oh wrong 17.1 million oh my god that's insane <laughs> so crazy what are her, uh, what well, are, see like how that her plays normal out. views uh the one before that was 4.7 million uh, so it's quite a jump uh for this wow. controversy it, it's crazy to think that i feel like the beauty community has been so just kind of like silent not really anything happening and then mm-hmm. we have like the tart trip and we have this and there's just so yep. much going on yep it's a eventful week for sure. I'm seeing if they tweeted anything, L'Oreal. Uh, yeah, like how are they not saying anything? No, they they literally haven't said shit. Because oh uh, so we'll see. Me and they were like, she better be hoping that the FTC doesn't go after her and that she's just like small potatoes. And I'm like, 15 million followers is not small what? potatoes. Like that's more it's than not. most brands have. And also, it's like. Do influencers get repercussions for these actions? I think they should. I mean, the rest of us have to fucking follow guidelines. Yeah, like, no, that's I, I started to look it up when we were talking about it earlier and then I kind of gave up. But um, I don't think the FTC goes as much after individual influencers as they do around brands that are having influencers bypass the guidelines. Yeah. Mostly because I don't think it's usually worth their time. But I think I'm sure there's exceptions to that. And I think Michaela would be an exception because I'm sure she got paid so much money. Insane. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. There was a lot of uh, a lot of interesting hills we went on. Uh, but yeah. Anything else you want to add or we're done? No, I think this fever dream is over. Well, we love you guys and we'll see you on Sunday. (laughs) Bye. Bye.